So it's like that the podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land in which we meet and record on today, the Dark and Jung people. We pay our respects to all elders, past, present and emerging. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello fam and welcome back to So It's Like That, the podcast. If you're new here today, my name is Niana Hilton and I am your host. I've got to say fam, the acknowledgement of country today hit a little harder than usual. I do a fresh one every single episode as it just doesn't feel right to pre-record something so important. But today is a bonus episode and I am intentionally obviously releasing it on the 26th of January. So let's talk the 26th of January. What is this day? Unfortunately to many, it is still known as Australia Day, a day of celebration, but in my culture and to my family and to many people in my community, it is referred to as Invasion Day or as I like to call it, Survival Day. I've honestly been racking my brain on so many different ways that I could approach this episode and the only logical thing that I've come up with is just to get on here and start speaking because I feel like it's just such a broad subject but it's just so simple at the same time for those that get it get it and those that don't don't so so let's say for argument's sake let's firstly look at it from the two perspectives that there are so the 26th of January Australia Day is a government given public holiday And to be honest, growing up in Australia, I know better than not to say the obvious that it's basically a massive piss up for most people. It's an excuse to have the day off work and get drunk and have a barbie with your mates. There's no denying that at all. Then we have the perspective from somebody like me. I am a Camilleroy, a very proud Camilleroy descendant. I have been so lucky to grow up within my culture because my family is so prevalent in involvement in making that a reality for people today in Australia still. And I just, this day to us, it is the beginning. It is the birthmark. It is the very first day of the stain on our culture from the white settlement, from the European settlers. This is the day that everything started. And as a person coming from the second perspective, the biggest thing that I hear is from the first perspective of people, they say, oh, it all didn't start on the 26th of January anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter and it doesn't reduce any pain or suffering from whatever date it started. The 26th of January is the day that they stepped onto Aboriginal land to claim it as their own. This is the date that started the chain of events that happened, the massacres, the rapings, the children being taken away from their families, the displacing of Aboriginal peoples off their land and into missions. This was the day that everything started to unfold. This is a day of national mourning for Aboriginal peoples, for Aboriginal allies, for anybody with a freaking conscience and well enough well-educated understandings of the continuous events of Aboriginals and Torres Strait Islanders peoples that would unfold from the 26th of January 1788 onwards still to this day 236 years later this is still continuing it may seem in different forms more modern but it is still very much prevalent 
I just want to take a moment to acknowledge something that really upset me that I saw on social media the other day. I saw a comment under a video of a really beautiful Aboriginal girl. She was a young girl. First of all, doesn't matter race-wise or not why you're commenting on a young girl's social media being negative. Um, but the comment in particular really struck a chord with me and it's just something that's really close to my heart because I've experienced it like personally. The comment was in reference to her Aboriginality and it said something like, yeah, 12% Aboriginal. So I'm just going to say this for the old schoolers way in the back, way in the back there. You do not have to look Aboriginal to be Aboriginal these days. I am a descendant and the difference between colour, between my nan, between my mum and then to me, the difference between cousins of mine and me is astronomical. It is not our skin colour that makes us Aboriginal. It runs in our blood as well. Not only did I find this comment highly offensive to the young girl, but I found that I took offence to it as well because growing up as somebody who identifies as Aboriginal with fairer skin is not easy. First of all, like I experience a lot of guilt having, you know, so-called white privilege from having a fairer complexion, whereas, you know, a lot of people um, in my family don't exactly have that privilege. Not that it should be a privilege anyway, but societally it just is. And then on top of that, I have people commenting on the fact that because I have fairer skin that I'm either not Aboriginal or commenting on my lifestyle saying that, oh, I don't look like I've been highly affected by my generational traumas. How would you like me to look? Honestly, ask yourself that question. How down and out should I look for you? How dark should I look for you to prove to you that my ancestors went through generational trauma? How would, you, how would you like me to serve it up on a platter to look for you to speak about these things publicly? The fact that I am so fair-skinned has definitely held me back from, I guess, publicly talking about these things that I am so passionate about because of the backlash that I've faced in the past, but no more. Because there are huge things that are coming out of this space, my space, this year. And I'm not doing it for the old schoolers in the back that don't understand why I'm fairer skinned, but I'm still Aboriginal. I'm doing it for my nan. I'm doing it for my mum. I'm doing it for all of my ancestors before them that struggled. And I'm doing it for me and our people. And I have a duty, I feel, to spread message no matter how dark or fair skin I look to somebody else. I'm not going to let that stand in my way any further or I'm not going to let that affect me doing what's right or make me feel like I don't have the right to speak up about issues that concern me or my family and our culture. I feel like I've said a bit of my piece today and gotten some things off my chest that I wanted to, but I don't want this whole episode to be negatively focused. I do want to bring a bit of positivity to it as well. I would absolutely love to share some ways that you can be an ally on the 26th of January this year. First one being that I'm aware that a lot of workplaces are coming around to make it more accessible for people just to work on the 26th of January now. So if that's something you're able to do, go to work, treat it as a normal day is one way that you can help for sure. If you were wanting to work that day and you're not actually able to, you can help by attending a rally or an event um, alongside Indigenous peoples. 
Um, I'm actually going to be in Sydney for the 26th of January with my mom and my partner. And we're going to be attending the rally in the CBD. Um, I believe it's at Belmore Park at 10 a.m. Um, so if you're around, definitely come to that. Uh, there's also some really cool events in the evening um, celebrating Indigenous cultures. Um, there's one in particular that I'm going to attend called the Black Powerhouse in Sydney. So definitely look it up. And if you can spare some time to be involved with something like that on the 26th of January instead of working, then that's definitely helpful too. If you're not able to go to work and you're also not able to attend an event or rally, I suggest just taking it as a normal day, staying at home, doing some washing, and maybe take a few moments just to reflect the true meaning of this day. Um, and yeah, if you're able to, financially supporting some Indigenous-owned businesses in Australia is another really great way to give back and to be an ally. Uh, a few personal favourites of mine um, are Clothing the Gap, which is actually... A t-shirt that I'm wearing today is from them. Um, there's also, I think it's House of Dizzy and the House of Darwin. That's a really good one too. I have a hat from them. Even if you're not able to afford to support Indigenous businesses, um, another really great thing that you can do is to pop onto your Spotify or Apple Music or whatever you have and find some Indigenous artists. Like there's so many good ones out there. There's like so many good up and coming ones as well that you can throw your support out to by just giving them a follow or a comment or even just a listen on their pages. Some of my personal favorites as a suggestion would be like Bujira, Barker, Kobe D and my cousins Jay Miller and Young Miller. I know that a few of them actually have nominations in the top 100 this year as well so maybe jump over there and cast a vote for them. Maybe have a movie night, watch some films relating to First Nations culture. I know a few favourites of mine are definitely The Rabbit Proof Fence. Although a very sad watch, I feel like it's so important for everybody to watch that movie, especially people that may not understand the effects that the Stolen Generation had on Indigenous peoples. I feel like I've shared this one as well before. My brother Ivan Sen is a Aboriginal Australian film director and he has a movie in particular that I think is super important to watch because I feel like it really throws out a perspective of the generational trauma and the modern day effects of the generational trauma. It's called Tumala um, and yeah I think that's a really great and educational watch as well. I too look forward to being a more prevalent voice in the change that's needed here in this country revolving around our culture and I hope to be a reference at some point one day um, to say, hey, go and have a listen to this because there's some seriously cool things in the works this year coming from me um, regarding all of this. And yeah, I just can't wait to, to be one of those sources of information, education and a voice for our culture. And I just want to say the biggest thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me here today for this mini bonus episode. Um, I feel like even though it's quite a short episode, it's one of the most important episodes I've done to date. Um, so yeah, guys, if you're looking for me on socials, um, it's just so it's like that pod 
And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts today, please do me a huge favor and give me a follow. And yeah, leave me a little review if you liked the episode. Um, Share it with a friend, a family member. I wish you all a beautiful and reflective day and can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye.